Welcome to the Midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us this week on the podcast, Kyle Wonders. Hello. Darkness, my old friend? Silence, my old friend? It might be silence. We're we cool. just don't know. Rob Croyle, he's here. He's here, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, pot. <laughs> pot. Hi, I'm Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Logan, I'm here, too. No Jen today. She's on vacation. Bye, Jen. Logan Kettle. So, uh, yeah. Call, call in the pot. You know... There's, there's certain things. You know, you just got to call them out when they occur. This week's shortcoming brought to you by Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. We uh, are 30 seconds in, and I am massively confused already. So, uh, <clears throat> now this is originated in first service. Rob, I, I think it was just a rabbit trail squirrel moment, made a connection to the Simon and Garfunkel song, Sound of Silence. Mm-hmm. This so is good. the sound of that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You probably more familiar with the disturbed cover. Uh, the, the cover. Sound of silence. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have my own disturbed cover. You don't know that. <laughs> that was disturbing. Uh, nonetheless, Rob has a squirrel moment and uh, quotes it Hello, silence, my old friend. <laughs> In first service. Uh, ah. However, in second service, he made a call out to it, uh, you know, when talking about silence. He said, uh, and everyone loves, you know, and, and he gets to the, the Simon and Garfunkel song, The Sound of Silence. No, uh, the, the Simon and Garfunkel song, Hello, Silence, My Old Friend. That's what he called it. In second sermon? <laughs> yeah. But I, no, I thought he said sound of silence. Oh, wait. I wasn't that second sermon. No. That's the one you listened to. But he said, he said I'm, I was listening to it on the tape because I went back to check. He said, the sound, yeah, hello, silence, my old friend. You know. So it's is, now the name of the song. This is why. As I, opposed I, to the line which worship. goes. Hello, darkness, my old friend. You know, the because really I... happenstantial circumstance here is I answered a phone call 15 minutes before I got here, and I answered by saying, hello, darkness, my old friend. Perfect. See? There you go. It's it's kind of freaky. You know, but hello, silence, concerned. my old friend. You know, that's the lesser Maybe known. Maybe that's why. Rob, you, know, you subconsciously influenced me. I think he subconsciously <laughs> influenced me because I listened to the sermon right then. If, if we did this to you every time... Now I am. You you know, this, that, that is. It is. It is completely the pot calling the kettle black. Uh, I, I will credit credit where credit is due. You did nail the twenty one pilots quote later. Uh, you quoted twenty one pilots, and that was. Did that you was, did you talk about sitting in your car in silence? I said sometimes silence is violence. Oh, okay. There yep. you go. Nailed actually, that one. It's one of my favorite songs. Really? Yes, that is. I experienced that in my teens, that whole someone stole my car radio. Mm. And and it was unnerving. And I just think that song is brilliant. There you go. Brilliant. <clears throat> I, I have so many questions. How did your car radio get stolen? Well Or did it metaphorically get stolen? No, 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 no. Oh okay. car radios. And older cars were infinitely easier to steal. Yeah, that used to happen all the time. Oh, I thought that entire song was a metaphor. No. Well, I mean... Yes. Yes, but also car radios were... This is a thing that happens. Yes. Yes. Like, car radios were easy to steal. Huh. In newer cars, they're connected to the computer, and if you don't have the right code, you're not... You're not going to be able to get into them and use them and... Yeah. Yeah, but, but aftermarket, yeah, you, you could steal an aftermarket pretty easily. They come out, you just yank. Yep, that's so unfortunate. And I know Gen that Z, because learning I've, things every day because I've had her replace a car stereo, so I know it's pretty easy to get out. Hmm. Yeah, but it is a metaphor. 
So there you go. Yeah, I'm horrible at remembering. And and, and it and titles it is, it, and I, you know I gotta I gotta be honest I forget lyrics all the time so I understand it's fair it's fair like <laughs> I screwed up uh, I didn't forget what, the lyric I forgot the title. Well, well, first service you messed up the lyric and then it screwed up your title in the second service <laughs> so it was just a it it compounded upon itself. It got worse. You know, uh, it's fine. It got worse. I'm not going to say that there was any messed up lyrics at the worship night. Or oh, no. You definitely didn't skip anything or, well, okay. or miss I, anything fair, or I say did, bot okay. instead of brought like 17 times. Okay, yeah, I definitely did that every yeah. single time. That was the one I was thinking of. <laughs> bought instead of brought. <laughs> well, see, okay, on the lyric sheet, brought is right beneath it. Mm. And so you got the two of them right together yeah. and it was just like, oh, grab my attention. I throw the R. It's only one and letter. You corrected it the one time, and then you messed it up the next. Yep. Like, literally oh, the yeah. next sentence. Yeah. Uh huh. That's that's how it goes. So I mean, I got some grace for that. We can we can have a giggle over it. You know, hello silence, my old friend. Mm-hmm. I botched the lyrics once again. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it was just it was too funny. It was a giggle. And Kyle, yes, the the slides on multiple tunes, especially lift your head where you center. Oh. Those were jacked up. You're telling me. it. I went and corrected them yesterday after worship night, and they were so screwy. So bravo for you for keeping up moderately as best as could be expected. <laughs> where's he going now? Oh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even where's he going. It was why are these all wrong? It's one thing when the pastor rabbit trails. Oh, man. <laughs> but when... Yeah, you invent you invent new additions all the time. But. Oh, you know, it's just uh, you know, Psalm forty, sing a new song. I want to know. That's all it was. All I really want to know is mm. why the O O O's are the same in the two songs when they clearly are not the same O O O's, and you use the same O O's, like on the slide lyric. No, how you sing them. The two songs you sang back to back that I don't know the names of. One of them's like a short like. Irishy themed. Oh, and you hit the owo the same as the owo the, in the song prior. Oh, like good grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the same. And then O-wo. and then we go to the how deep the father's love. Yes. And it's a mashup, so I used the exact same. But the owos just feel so out of place. Like I want like a good deep like oh, <laughs> but it's just not. It's owo. It's oh. <laughs> This is fantastic. Wow. I had no idea this was no. going to come out of this. Yeah, that's that's oh. fun. That that brings me a lot of joy actually. All right. If you to, don't know what we're talking about, I'd go back and listen to last week's sermon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go listen to the uh or go listen to the worship night. It's on there. <clears throat> uh Sometimes the closed captioning on Facebook is pretty oh, stellar. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So good. Nevertheless, now that we have lambasted ourselves sufficiently, mm-hmm. uh, let us dive into some footnoty goodness. A little uh, John eleven forty five through fifty three is what we're going to talk about. Now this this has to do with uh, the murder most foul, um, and this this all ties in with uh, what's going on on Wednesday. Um, so. Yeah, that's uh, that's all going on in there. So we're we're deciding what's going on on Wednesday. And Rob, do you have that passage pulled up? Yeah. So well, the John eleven is part of the Lazarus story, but it's a part that we didn't cover within the sermon. But yeah, uh, this is significant because uh, it reads this way. Therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw that what he what Jesus had done believed. In Jesus, but some of them went to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had done. Therefore, the chief priests and the Pharisees convened a council, not typical, um, and were saying, What are we doing? For this man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, all men will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place mm. and our nation. Mm. All right. Back up real quick. Yes. Why is it not common for the Pharisees and the chief priests 
That's who it lists, right? Yeah. Chief priests so, and the Pharisees. So Why the, is that not common? The chief priests had their own council that that met separately from the Pharisees. So the this is the Sanhedrin, and and this is the elders of Israel. And uh, the first, um, the Sadducees were known for having their own council within the, the high priest's uh, residence. Gotcha. And so this is for for the Pharisees and the Sadducees to be working together. Something significant is going on. So normally these guys are button heads. These guys are usually button heads. They're they're usually not working together. They don't mm. typically cross the aisle. As it were, these are two opposing political parties ganging up on the dark horse Jesus coming out of nowhere. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. This is when Ross Perot tried to ah. run for president as a third party. I as, don't know who that is. As an independent, that's he's that's a little bit before your time. But okay, good. You get both sides, both sides ganging up on him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, I like it. Okay, now, all right. Now, this idea that uh, the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation, Israel had a history of being just kind of hot-blooded and, and just kind of fiery, and, and the Romans were like, you guys need to settle down or we're going we're gonna to take care of you. We're drop the hammer. Which they did 40 years later in 70 A.D., the Maccabean revolts, right? No, Maccabean no. revolts. Was that later? That or? was earlier. That Those was that Nero going. That down? was under the Greeks. Oh, oh, that's right. Not under the Romans. Logan fail. But um, so they were concerned, like, and this is why Pilate is showing up in force when we talked During, about yep, the triumphal, triumphal entry. entry. Okay, yeah, yeah. Pilate yeah. shows up in force because. You know, and they're getting closer and closer to their national, their big holiday, celebrating Exodus. And when would you think the Messiah is gonna come? That On would a be big, the time. significant holiday. Oh, geez. Yeah, Maybe like that, I was gonna say Christmas, and then now realize <laughs> that's a construct. Let's move along. <laughs> uh, good this answer. is like their July Fourth, and the second coming of George Washington. Is going to occur on July fourth. Oh, I can't wait to bring us all freedom from the oppression of whatever you're oppressed by currently. <laughs> <laughs> insert your insert your person here. <laughs> and so John continues to record, but one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, "You know nothing at all, nor do you take into account that it is expedient that." For you that one man die for the people and and that the whole nation not perish. Mm. Now he did not say this on his own initiative, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, not for the nation only, but in order that he might also gather together into one the children of God who are scattered abroad. So from that day on they planned together to kill him. Now Here's the thing. The way Mr. Caiaphas, was his name? Yep. Yes. Says that statement. He opens with, you know nothing. Um, oh. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. You, you, not, you know nothing at all. Now, does that not feel like a, a bit of a similar parallel structure to something that, that you preached on here, Logan? It was, it was there, you, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep keep going with this. And so... Nor to the power of God. Yeah. This bit, this feels like a bit of a of some ironic structure, if you will. Yep. Because here we have Mr. Jesus being like, "Y'all know nothing." Okay. Uh huh. Okay. And then, in them knowing nothing, he prophesizes that they know nothing, and then do the exact thing that they need to do to make the thing happen. I feel like there's a connection there. And well, I feel like it's it's highlighting the the in, ineptitude of the religious leadership, and I like that connection. But feel free to contradict. No, I think that's a good. It, it's I I don't think it's necessarily 
a like a, a remez or no yeah it's, it's not like, it's not I, I i don't even know if it's a bookend because this is in john and i don't believe that that interchanged with jesus and the sadducees is in john but i'm not sure uh off the top of my head <clears throat> yeah it's nevertheless not, I, I it doesn't I think, seem to be worded exactly the same it's similar enough to, to make you go huh yep for sure Good catch, good catch. Yeah, and it's one of those things that if if I had made that catch and I was getting ready to and I was preparing to preach on that, I would be comparing the two. I, I would look at the Greek. I would see yeah. how close are these, mm-hmm. you know, and and how what kind of connection. To me, this is almost like. The Jedi mind trick, you know, in Star Wars, where these are not the droids you're looking for. You know nothing. Yeah. Um, it, it, God can use anybody to accomplish his design. The question is are you partnering with him or is he using you in spite of you? Mm hmm. And, you know, Caiaphas is the high priest. He's hosting this meeting because someone is threatening his livelihood. Yeah. Right? He's the top dog, and he's... Yeah, because I asked you this on Tuesday. I was like, all right, what does that have to do with... Like, why, what does this have to do with, with what's what's going on there? But you said, oh, yeah, if Jesus is the Messiah... Why are they threatened by it? That's going to bring about change. Yeah. Whether either liberation from Rome, and now there's a new leadership, it's not Caiaphas anymore. Or, as they're worried about, it's going to bring down the wrath of Rome, and they'll lose what they have, because Rome's going to take it away. Yeah, either way, it's under new management. <gasps> He's like, it, the only way for them, the only way for them to retain their position is to get rid of this Jesus guy. And keep Rome happy with them. By the way, politics within the church never looks pretty. No. Oh, 100%. Been there, done that, seen that. And this is 100% politics. This is church politics. And this is using Rome's tools Mm -hmm. within the kingdom of God. And God's going to do what he's going to do to move his agenda forward, the question is, are you going to be part of, are you partnering with him or are you working against him? And is he getting things done in spite of you? Bingo. Love it. All right, so they've already started to plot back in John 11 with the resurrection, with Jesus raising Lazarus. Right. Right, Lazarus. Easy for me to say. Yeah, and let me let me say this too. Yeah, because I I hinted to it, but I don't know if I made it super clear. But I thought about it as I was preaching. Jesus waiting two days and showing up on the fourth day. Yep, it's going to cost him his own life. It's going to lead to the second. It's going to lead to two resurrections. Kyle's not tracking. If you would, if you, how are the waiting two days related to the cost of his life? Jesus waited two days. That's why he raised him on the fourth day. Uh huh. Jesus is now distinct from anybody else who's ever. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Raised now. someone yes. from the dead. I, I'm. I'm. This a painted some, picture. This is that. next level. Mm-hmm. This is like zombie stuff, but not zombie stuff. Jesus yeah. zombies. This is I past wonder. the normal resurrection yeah. period. Well, yeah, well, which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd thing. <laughs> Things I did not expect to say this morning. <laughs> and so, it, and it is because of this event and how, like, this is going to explode. Like, he is resurrecting, resurrecting people not minutes after their death, days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the guy was decaying. 
And and this is what starts the conversation and, about his own crucifixion and how they're going to have to make that happen. And Jesus just throws more salt in the wound and more salt in the wound and more salt in the wound. And Jesus, they did not want to crucify him at the Passover. They did not want to crucify him at the Passover. No. They said that he forces their hand through his actions, and he just, he's like, it's now, guys, game's on. Gives them no choice. Mm-hmm. They have no choice. Yeah. There's just one choice. Oh, shoot. That was the sermon title. <laughs> but fantastic. oftentimes oh. we think in terms of how much it costs us. Uh-huh. When God delays, but have we ever considered how much it costs God? Hmm. Hmm. That's a fun theory. I, like thought process, not theory. Idea, spark, generation, boom. Hmm. So here's what that got me thinking about. The three-day, four-day, Lazarus. The sign of Jonah. Three days, right? Mm-hmm. Lazarus is past the sign of Jonah. Lazarus is even longer than Jesus was in the tomb. Right. I'm just... It got me thinking on that. I don't know if there's any connection there, specifically, um, or what thoughts you could pull from that. Might be able to, but there could be some... There could be some goodness to, to mine out with the uh with the sign of Jonah resurrection thing. And that being that being why he specifically waits that long. Another com- possibly completely random thing. He may have been in the grave 3 days to Wasn't Lazarus 4 though? He was dead 4 days. Oh, okay. We're not told how long his Jesus was expedited into the grave because of the because of the approaching Sabbath, sure. Yeah, so they may have both been in the grave for the same amount of time. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I was going to say like Lazarus is dead for 4 days and Jesus is dead for 3 days and the two of those things make 7. May, perhaps it's something completely unnecessary, but perhaps it's also a perfect completion. <laughs> <laughs> That could be too. Kyle, I think we're teaching you to ask good questions. Yeah. And think good things. Yeah. I also think that I'm a little bit obsessed with numbers and look for numbers in a few places <laughs> after I learned about numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you find them. Yeah. Can't find them if you don't look. Fantastic. All right. Well, well now we can look at the third topic. We can look at the third topic now. <clears throat> Which is which is tied in with this. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk uh, views on resurrection. No, 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 no. Oh, that third. You're you're counting shortcoming, yeah. aren't you? Okay, never uh, mind. That was just for, lo- for Kyle. <laughs> we, I'm confused again. <laughs> <Third> topic. <laughs> just more numbers. It's just more numbers. Oh. Gosh darn it. <laughs> so are we talking about Wednesday or are we talking about resurrection? No, let's talk about let's talk about possible Wednesday adventures. Yes. Because uh <clears throat> this will tie in with our murder thing. They're still plotting at this point. The plotting has not ceased. Um but they're getting stymied because of the crowds. I I I've never noticed that before, but I've noticed it so much this year. Like every time they want to arrest him, they can't do it because they're afraid of the crowds. Right. He's got the people on his side. They're afraid of the peoples. Well, when you talk about 25 football fields of, of people. That's a lot of people. That is a bunch of people. That's a lot of people. That could be a riot. I predict a riot. All right. Anyway, uh, that was a song rabbit trail in my brain. Nevertheless, um. So, uh, in my ESV, I'm going to pull this up here. In my ESV study Bible, which I agree with sometimes, and other times <laughs> I argue with, 
doesn't really talk back that much. But uh, it's got a l- beautiful little uh, graph here, Harmony of the Weeks, uh, Harmony of the Events of Holy Week. Um, and so uh, looking down here on Wednesday, it's pretty blank as we, as we were talking about. There's not a lot going on there. Um, and it's got four passages that it claims fall on, um, on Wednesday that cue us in. Now, let's start with uh, the first one here. Out of Matthew. Um, it says that Matthew 20, 26, verses 3 through 5. <clears throat> I'm going to start at uh, just the top of 26 here. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, As you know, the Passover is two days away, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Passover was on Saturday. Saturday. That way past Sabbath would be Sunday and they'd have to put him in the grave that day. That makes sense. Or was Passover on Friday? We'll talk about that this week somewhat. We're going to have a graph that'll make it real Is pretty. Is that like actually a, a unknown? Um no. Okay. No. Okay. But it is a little complex. Oh boy. We'd love so, that. So if you if you were listening last year, then you you know a little bit of this. But uh, if not, stay tuned this week. But then three through five here, what they're saying, what the ESV is saying, is going on on Wednesday. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they schemed to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him, but not during the festival, or there may be a riot among the people. And so it gives that credit for saying that this is on Wednesday. Now, the next one, which, okay, that could, that could be there. There's nothing, nothing weird there. Next one is Mark 14, verses 1 and 2. <clears throat> 14. Now the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread were only two days away, and the chief priests and teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him, but not during the festival, they said, or the people may riot. Ah, now we see why they're saying Matthew fell at the same time, because now we have a day. It's two days away from the Festival of Unleavened Bread, which I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, it falls on Friday. Well, that would make sense if this is Wednesday. Um, that the the Passover is on Friday. Yeah, so we have to determine, is Passover on Friday or is it on Saturday? Or um, there's a secondary celebration of a Passover for for folks that are um, that are not from Jerusalem and, and would have to travel home, and so that all gets a little gets a little wonky when we're talking gets, about that. Gets a little wonky. Um, all right. So that's Matthew and Mark. Now. In here it says Luke has two passages Ooh. that could be that that it claims are on Wednesday. First one is Luke twenty one, thirty seven through thirty eight. <clears throat> each day Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives, and all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. So at best, this is the only thing that specifically says what Jesus is doing. At best, he's teaching in the temple. That's all we know. And then on a mountain at nighttime. Yeah, and then out to the mountain for night. Now, Luke 22, the very next thing. Now the festival of unleavened bread called the Passover was approaching, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. I mean, that's... Same thing. Now, we used this last week. Now, this is the part where I'm like, I don't know about this, because... This says, then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. We used this last week. for Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. And they're claiming that this was on... Wednesday. Wednesday. So, little, uh, little back and forth, not really sure on that. But nevertheless, of the, of the Friday through Sunday of Holy Week, Wednesday is the least populated of the Gospels. So, 
there's a little bit of goodness for you there. Yeah, and there are a number of opinions, and what we'll, I'll have to do some research on on what day Passover landed. I'm pretty sure because we had the uh, the graph from last year, and we had gone through. I vaguely remember going through. And we figured out that the Passover, because that moves. It does. It moves uh, within the, because it doesn't line up perfectly with our calendar. Mm -hmm. That's why Easter moves every year, right? Um, so I vaguely remember that, that we had that falling on Friday. Because the early Passover was on Thursday. The other thing to keep in mind while we're talking about all of these is that, and this is going to, once again, be on that graph for this next week. It's actually... Oh. It's actually on Saturday. It's on Saturday? I thought he was going to say Wednesday, oh. and our minds were going to be blown. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I was just going to throw no, in the, the towel No, the Passover was actually on Saturday. Because it lined up with the Sabbath. Because it lined up with the Sabbath. And if it lined up on the Sabbath, you could actually do a voluntary meal early if you were not from... From the town. From Jerusalem. And you, Which means that they'd be doing their Passover meal on Friday, our Friday night. They would start... Sundown yes. Friday night. Sunday, sundown Friday night. Which then puts the... Passover meal, voluntary one, sundown, Thursday night. Yes. Okay. Now, they could have been talking sundown Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Yep. That's potential. Yeah. So, we'll talk about this more. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit in the sermon and maybe more at footnotes next week, depending on how in-depth we go. But... Their calendar is out of sync with ours. It's 180 degrees out of sync. Yeah, their well, the, yeah, their their clock day calendar, right? Their day starts starts the in night the before. Yeah, because they start their day. This ties back to our Sabbath series. They start their day with rest. So, cool. Fantastic. So that's that's the possible Wednesday adventures or PWAs, as as Kyle put it's on the board. It's a fun little acronym. I, I, you know, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I that, think that we is need more acronyms. I love more acronyms. acronyms. Someone, Josh, probably is going to tell me it's not actually an acronym. It's actually blah blah blah. But you know what? I say acronym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's talk about resurrection some more. Let's resurrect resurrection. Let's uh let's come back to resurrection. Let's raise it from the dead. I don't know if I can work any more of these in. I think we should just um, talk keep about going. resurrection. You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna beat it to death oh, and then boy. we'll bring it back to life. We're uh, still going. <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic. Kyle, I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure the feeling's mutual. <laughs> Now, Rob, you had you had some interesting tidbits of information about the resurrection theories. Is it was it resurrection theories or just views on resurrection? Views on resurrection. Okay. So Martha, she says, "Yes, I I know that my brother will be raised." This was part of her religious views and. Um, the, uh, Isaiah 26, 19 says, your dead will live, their corpses will rise, you who lie in the dust awake and shout for joy, for your dew is as, as the dew of the dawn, and the earth will give birth to the departed spirits. And then Ezekiel 37, uh, is the valley of the dry bones. Mm. And um, he says, Son of man, uh, can these bones live? Starting in verse 3. And I answered, Lord God, you yourself know. Like, 
<laughs> Why are you asking me? I don't know. And again, he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, you dry bones, hear the words of the Lord. This is what the Lord God says to these bones. Behold, I'm going to make breath enter you so that you may come to life, and I will attach tendons to you, make flesh grow back on you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you so that you may come to life, and you will know that I am the Lord. So uh, just a couple of passages where uh, it's clear that that resurrection is is part of the plan. Um, Mishnaic print passages likewise denounce those who refuse to affirm the resurrection of the dead. Um, the belief in the resurrection is evident in the second of 18 benedictions. Lord, you are almighty forever who makes the dead alive. Blessed are you, Lord, who makes the dead alive. So I'm, I'm quoting um, just some passages or some thoughts out of the commentary on the New Testament use of the Old Testament. Mm. And th this is great commentary that I use all the time. It, it really, if there's, if the New Testament is presenting something, presenting an Old Testament thought, uh, this commentary is going to bring that to light. So that's, I find it really helpful in my research. Sure. Uh, the Sadducees and the Samaritans, in contrast to the Pharisees, flatly denied the future reality of resurrection. And so that's where uh, you shared the story. Uh, with Jesus, yep. where they, they come to him with the, the question of, you know, which of these husbands is married to the wife in the resurrection? Uh, yeah. And he's like, you don't even believe in resurrection. What you don't doing, even believe. Dog? You know nothing. So the Pharisees <laughs> resided uh, predominantly in Galilee, mm -hmm. the Sadducees in Judea, um, and then you had the uh, the Samaritans were really in between the two, mm. um, about halfway between the two regions, and and uh, the Galileans were the ones that held to the resurrection, and and they were um, a little more faithful to the to the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures. Gotcha. Uh, then their then their counterparts. So it wasn't like Jesus was introducing a brand new idea when when it came to resurrection. He was just introducing himself as the one as the agent. Gotcha. For resurrection, not coming out of left field. Nope. More like shortstop. Hmm. Nice. Just coming off the bench. He's like, I am the new pitcher. I mean, I guess that makes more sense. Than Maybe shortstop. I don't know. Yeah, I shortstop's cool too. I like shortstop. My brother yeah. played shortstop for a while. Maybe Jesus did too. He could have. All right, all right, all right. Now, I, I've heard, I've heard that uh, you didn't like all my implications. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's review the tape here. Speaking of your brother, <clears throat> by the way, yeah, I heard you didn't like uh, all my implications. I did not. Well, I assume we can get to my brother, but I. Oh, oh we'll get there. Oh, oh this is gonna be fun. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, oh, we're gonna get there. Oh man! All right. So the implications. That's right. There was multiple. Well, it's all really one. But no, like the second half. It was all. Was it was all really one. But the second half was presented in a much better way. All right, so the, the first... The slide changed, yeah, yep. and it became good. <clears throat> the first one out of the docket was, everyone desires resurrection. Mm. Christ invites you to know the one who resurrects. Everyone desires miracles. Christ invites you to pursue the one who makes miracles. And lastly, everyone desires answers. Christ invites you to trust the one who has your answers. Now, the second two, fantastic. The first one. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Make huh. your case, young yeah, young I'm, boy. I'm wonder. Curious. Okay. To I feel like resurrection in itself 
needs to be split into two entities. Okay. So there's resurrection, end time, heaven, resurrection. Okay. 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 And then there's resurrection, Lazarus style. I. I, I think the distinguishment needs to be made because the desire for resurrection end time is a very mm. different desire than in Lazarus style resurrection. Mm. And I think, I honestly think it's kind of a, a disservice to the end time resurrection to suggest it's resurrection because that's just something in my head that I don't see that as the same entity because this one's coming back into, and this one being the Lazarus one, is coming back into the same world whereas the end times is a completely changed world and to call it resurrection is to just 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 ignore parts of the fact that everything is changing so it's really a new beginning whereas this one is like a, re, a, a mm-hmm. respawn and so to say everyone desires resurrection i think yes you could say everyone desires the end time resurrection but lazarus style resurrection to desire that i think oftentimes is unhealthy because i think that death plays a very important part. Death and even even we'll even expand it to ending of things plays a very important part in the our development as people, in our development as Christians. Like it's a very essential thing that we deal with and we have to like work to overcome. Mr. Peter Scazzaro talks about this in his book. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> it's even one of the quiz questions in oh, chapter baby. two. That Logan put the number very low. <laughs> He's coming off the top rope. He's with, coming with off Peter. the top rope. Okay. Go Petey. <laughs> and so I think to desire that resurrection is to ignore the growth that can come out of those moments. And I think, yes, like there's parts of us that want to bring that back. But I think if you're really handling the situation in a mature manner that like is growth oriented, you take what has happened and you learn, and you grow. So I don't think everyone desires that resurrection. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so I've got a number of thoughts along this line. Uh, I'll start with a question. Okay. Um, I know that your brother was in an accident. Yes. If uh, if he would have died, mm-hmm. would you longed for resurrection in that moment in the moment yes but i think long term i think it there's like yes they my brother would have been dead and that would have been awful and mom i hope you choose not to listen to this episode (laughs) (laughs) but like i feel as if to live my entire life desiring for my brother to be back if he had died he's not dead would Which be, is good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Would have been like to stagnate myself. Whereas like you can hope for a miracle that doesn't stagnate you. Resurrection is so oriented in that that ent that or the the thing itself that it would have stagnated me if I lived my entire life like that. Yeah, I I yeah, what I hear you saying is that we can get fixated on something and, and and maybe get stuck because we have this desire that's out of control and 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 Martha kind of comes to if I'm hearing you correctly, Martha kind of comes to Jesus there where she's like, "You should have been here," and he's like, "He's going to be resurrected." And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's later." I want it now, and mm-hmm. and if and Jesus had a decision to make, he could have said, "Yeah, now's not the time." And oftentimes, that is the answer, and we have to be okay with whatever the answer is. Like you are God, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got the pet cemetery as a classic example of. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, you know, do you know that story, Stephen King? No. Oh, oh it's a right. doozy. I've heard season. references to it, but I don't actually uh, know what happens. Parent, a uh, guy has his, uh, I forget if, I, I th- believe it's the son, has a son die in an accident, gets hit by a truck or something like that. Um, and then they have an old Indian burial ground 
and earlier in the story, it had been used to resurrect a cat, um, a pet cemetery, if you will. Hmm. <clears throat> but uh, so you bury them in it, and then they come back to life. But of course, there's something wrong with them because yeah, it's a Stephen exactly. King, and so it's very possessed, and and all sorts of terror ensues. That's like the Lazarus Pit in Arrow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's a there's a there's a strong like we we the humans have a strong pull to the we want people back from the dead right think about uh um in the MCU right with the snap yeah that yeah. was the entire movie of endgame was how do we resurrect these people yeah uh, we feel as if this is wrong they've been taken too soon it it goes against our our wantings um but I do like where you went with that, that that we have to, that this is part of our human experience and that we have to be able to move on. And and that's sometimes easier to say than do. Sure. Um, yes. no, I agree with that 100%. I acknowledge it's not an easy thing to do. Resurrection, though, I think it, it doesn't just apply to physical death. It, it can, can apply to a relationship that, was once dead and, and is now alive. Uh, it could be a situation that was dead and, and is now alive. That's that's what I was thinking initially was, yeah, because you had some fantastic points as far as it's good that we not, like, yes, death is part of this. Um, it's part of the human experience. Uh, and there's a there's a degree of acceptance that's needed there. But uh, I'm thinking of when uh, when you are experiencing addiction, for example, somebody is experiencing addiction to be born to break free of that, to be born anew out of that addiction is a form of resurrection. Uh and coming to know Christ in itself is a kind of form of resurrection. We call it new life. Mm-hmm. You know, he brings new life. It's this rebirth. Uh, the baptism signifies that, you know, you go under the water, you're dying, and then you come back up, you're reborn. But again, we only have a small part in that. I may want resurrection for somebody. I may want them to come to Christ, but I can't force that. No. I can't make that happen. And and my desires out of balance, whether it's for a relationship that's died, you know, I may have to just let it go. It may never be resurrected. It may not. You know, or a situation or a job mm-hmm. or, you know. like. But ultimately, nothing I do is going to make it resurrect. Yeah. The only the only chance the only shot that it has at resurrection is through me coming to know the resurrector and the trust that the fact that Martha walks away mm-hmm. and goes to her sister she tells me that she was satisfied. Sure, like the master wants to see you. She was no longer demanding. Like she 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 was like. I think she was in his face. No, 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 no. I know he's going to be resurrected. I want him now. And in the fact that she was able to walk away before he resurrected Lazarus, and she had, she had peace. And like, oh yes, you are the one, and therefore I need to just shut up and color. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like I need to stop telling God incarnate how to do his job. <laughs> that right there, kids, is the Rob Coyle, Rob Coyle quote of the day. <laughs> you know, let Jesus do his thing, and I just shut up in color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Uh, dare I say that's dope? Yeah. Wonderful. Cool. All right. Good well, wrestling. Good wrestling. <clears throat> this is Kyle. This good. is why we like you on the podcast. We got some, because you disagree with Rob's implications. We got some Pete Scazzaro out of this. W- way to come off the top rope oh. with that! Like, oh, 
does my heart good. good does my heart beat. good. Little little EHL coming at you hot. Uh, fantastic. Well, we are going to wrap up this podcast with but a uh, with a begging and pleading section. Yes, a uh, call to action, if you will. A call to action. Oh, jeez. You see, we're trying to stay hip with them kids. <laughs> <laughs> And in order to do so, we need your help. So much help. This is going to sound kind of like an ASPCA commercial. But we need... (laughs) We need your help to help stay relevant with Generation Z and grow Mission Ridge. (laughs) So what we're asking you to do... Oh, jeez. Send us a picture right now. Right now. (laughs) You are all listening to this podcast. Now. Right now. At this exact moment is accurate. Okay, I want now. you to take out your phone right now and take a selfie. Now, if you have earbuds in, great. If you can somehow work in <laughs> a Mission Ridge logo, fantastic. Otherwise, that's okay. Just take a selfie as you're listening to the podcast. And yeah. I want you to go to your Instagram, no. unless you gave it up for Lent, which I did. So I'm preaching to the choir that I will not be participating in. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to Directing post. Directing the choir, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want you to post on your Instagram story. Listening to footnotes at Mission Ridge Church. And then when you come to church on Sunday, do the same thing. <laughs> Except this time, going to church, listening, listening to Rob Groyle <laughs> at Mission Ridge Church. Not sure why it became a southern accent. Kind I'm of. not sure why either. <laughs> Maybe we, we have, have no people with southern <laughs> oh, accents. Maybe it's a subconscious desire of me to grow into the south for Mission Ridge. <laughs> okay. Um, but right. yes, just take Phoenix, pictures folks. when oh, you're doing geez. Mission Ridge stuff and go ahead and post them. If you can't post them, send them to Logan at Mission Ridge, uh, info at missionridge.com. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. And we'll post them for you. Fantastic. We're just trying to just trying to up our digital footprint. Get get some more beautiful pictures, other than the ones that I take. <laughs> staying hip, staying hip with the kids. Hip hip with the kids. Oh my gosh! We're, I think saying staying hip with the kids just makes us automatically not hip. I um, mean, I said it. So. If that doesn't communicate the need that we have, <laughs> the desperate need that we have for your help, I may have a functional dissociation now, with my own generation. right now. Uh, then I don't know what does. So nevertheless, uh, we shall see slash hear from you whenever you send us those. Yep. Uh, and if not, we'll see you on Sunday. Yep. Peace. 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 You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed. And that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.